Welcome to Sandy Alemian's Soul Studio Podcast. This is a time out for you to feel some peace and a connection to your soul and to God. You'll hear raw, real, honest conversations offering a different perspective about life and death to bring you to a place of hope, healing, and encouragement. So now, here's your host, author, healer, and medium, Sandy Alenia. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. So today's episode is the second in our series, where we're talking to Linda Pastana, an author, dear friend of mine, who six years ago had an accident that left her as a para, um, not a paraplegic, as a quadriplegic. So Linda can't move from the neck down. And in today's episode, if you didn't listen to the first episode with Linda, oh my goodness, she shares all about what happened and how she had to shift her attitude. And today we talk more about fear. And because think about it, imagine not being able to move anything from the neck down, the fears that must come up. We talk about that. We talk about how do you let go? There were so many things that she had to let go of over time. Not that she wanted to, she had to. So listen in as we continue the conversation. Does anything scare you at this point? Yes. Because you've been through a lot. I mean, you've been through so much, Linda. I can imagine. Yeah. Well, you know, I told you I had my shoulders. I had to have two complete shoulder replacements. Mm -hmm. And then the metal didn't cooperate with my body. Yeah. So I had to have the implants taken out. And so now I literally have no shoulders. And I did not realize, but when I sit, I have this head on my shoulders that weighs the most. Your head is the <laughs> heaviest part of your body. <laughs> and so when I... It is true, though, sit, right? How much does our head weigh, do you think? I think too much. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, God. So when I sit, my poor little head, mm. if I could unscrew it <laughs> and put it on my lap. <laughs> Is there some something that they can do to lift your head? Well, I haven't... Like a traction kind of thing? Is that a, such a thing? I don't know. I don't know what well, they can do. something for you. Well, something. <laughs> so I'm going to go to the doctor. Stop around your head and... Lift it up. <laughs> what they're telling me is put two slings on so that it would hold my hands up. But do you know what a sling is like around your neck? It must be very uncomfortable because yeah. I've had them for each yeah. arm. Yeah. And it pulls. Yeah. You know? So now, not just one, but two. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I'll look like a, I don't know what. <laughs> Bobbing around, <laughs> bobhead. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta straighten. I, I gotta you. find something out because I don't want to lie down my life away. Because mm. I mean, this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I, I only can look at that fan so often because my head is fused, so I can't lay sideways. Yeah, 
it only could go so far. Yeah. So. I was wanting to write something on those blades of the fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> that, that fan has become a helicopter. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you go places in your mind? Well, when I take strong medication, yeah. oh, this room becomes very funny. Really? Oh, yeah. That was a, that was a helicopter taking, taking me to wow. Afghanistan. I was going to Afghanistan. Really? Jennifer was flying down over here, and she's listening to me. Jen, the helicopter is landing. <laughs> I'm going to Afghanistan. Wow. Want to come with me? Wow. Did she go with you? No. <laughs> but it's, it, oh my God, I don't do well with medication. It yeah. can make me very loopy. Yeah. Oh God, yeah. So you had told me last week that you wanted, you still wanted to be an inspiration to people somehow. I do. You know, I want so bad to be able to let people know that there's something in life for them and only for them. And it can change a million times, but your importance is not on what you do. Now I'm gonna use Sandy's words. It's not so important to be doing something, but just be that beautiful person. Can I borrow that? You can have it, because I didn't, I didn't even remember saying it, so well, it's yours. It mocked me. Aww. So, yes, I want to talk to people. I want them, you know, we're so afraid. Mm -hmm. And in Scripture, 365 times, Jesus tells us, Be not afraid, mm -hmm. for I am with you always. Now he's not Did you saying, just make up that number? No, it's in Scripture. Uh, 365 times? Yes. That's interesting. There's one for every day. That's wild. Yes. Try it. Go check, Look, it, check it out. I probably won't, but I, I will trust you. I'll ask Siri. No, but Linda, but this is what I was saying to you about when I go through the dark times, right, and I'm afraid. What I'll, I'll go to my journal. I say, God, this is what I'm afraid of. Can you help me see this differently? Should I be afraid of this? Not once, ever, 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 ever has God ever said, oh, be very afraid of that. Not once. Not once. My, my mind will tell me all the reasons why I should be afraid. My mind will then go pick up all the things from my past that I've ever been afraid of and bring them like a big snowball. Like, oh my God, here's all. And remember, this happened, and then that happened, and that was scary too, and that was scary too. But when I go to God with it, and I ask God's perspective, I get the truth. But it's, it's so funny because for me that has to be a practice. Because it's no. not just a once and done thing for me. I have to do it every time I feel afraid. Or if I don't, I stay in the fear. Mm -hmm. Now, for anyone that's listening to us, I hope it's... Which is your dog, Angel. <laughs> <laughs> what, why I want to say this is... You'll write it out and you hear God say, no, do not be afraid. Do you get a, a feeling that God is saying that? I actually get it. I get my hand writes it. I, so I, I, have, I have had a practice. Um, I call my, my journal my, <coughs> my 
Can I do anything for you? No, I just swallowed wrong. Do you want some something to drink? Don't die on me right here, because I wouldn't know what to do. Just stay here. <laughs> just what? <laughs> just <So>. stay here. <laughs> Did I just drip on you? Nope. Okay. Um, stay here. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere, honey. You're stuck with me. Um, yeah, so I've, I've often said that my journal is like my portal to God and my portal to spirit, because that's how I started receiving messages so it's in my writing window it's um or sometimes i can do it just when i'm sitting and getting i have to get quiet first and ask yeah. and, and it, it's almost like there's a rubik's cube problem in my brain and then when i go to god with it god goes here you go and it's like why do why I, why i wait so long to go there i don't know sometimes sometimes i go right away and sometimes i forget but it's, but I, Linda, I've been doing this work for almost 30 years. Mm -hmm. And I realize the fear that I, some fears that I have, even recently, some deeper fears that I have, fears of fear of loss. And I work with people and helping them move through loss every single day. And yet I still have that. And I, it's not, I don't know that it's a fear of loss, but I think it's a fear of what am I going to feel? Like, and is it that helplessness? Is it that um, feeling of I've lost my way? I don't, I don't know what that, I don't know if I can pinpoint exactly what that is, but I think helplessness is there. Mm, the word trust is coming in. Like when that, when loss happens, I feel like it, it, um, it breaks the, um, how do I want to say this? Like, Trust my my trust feels shaky. Did you ever go through that? Did I ever <laughs> go through that? <laughs> right, it's yes. That's that is hard. Because yes. then it's like, yeah, and 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 when I'm in that place, I feel like my heart's closed because I'm trying to protect my heart from failing stuff. And when my heart's closed, I I'm in my head. Mm -hmm. And when I'm in my head, that's when the that's when the the brain will go. Oh, what about this? Do you want to take a look at this too, Sandy? You want to? What about this? And it's like, no, 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 no. I want to be back in my heart. I want to be back in my heart because my I guess my heart is also my portal to God and my portal to spirit. And you're right. What am I right about? Your portal, your yes. heart, has to go there. And as you were talking, I was hearing, you know, you, you think you got it, and, and then all of a sudden, no, 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 mm. like, look at this thing that happened. Look at it. I kind of like all of that yet. Mm. So, so people say, let go and let God. I say, stop saying that, because it drives me crazy. People say that to you? Yeah, they'll say that. You know how... Everyone says that. Oh, yeah. Let go, let yeah. God. You'll be fine. Let go, let God hold you. Oh, yeah, let go. How the hell do you let go? Tell me, because I'm very clingy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on a second. I'm going to call bullshit on that. You let go. 
You have to. You have let go. Yes. But, but I, I think, I, I, I think I want to write a book, Linda, on all the. I think they're called platitudes that people say. Let go and let God. Don't worry and be happy. Like, you, people can say that, but people, I find, most people don't know how to do that. Well, how do you? How do, do you, you let, let go? go and let go? Oh. So how do you? How? In your case, you were forced to let go. It wasn't a choice for you, right? I had to. I've had to let go of certain things. Certain things were my choice to let go of. Like I think about different relationships I've been. Those were my choice to let go. Going through the loss of Talia, my dad, my mom. Those were not my choice to let go. Those I had to let go. Didn't want to. And I'm as I'm saying this, I'm also sensing. But it was a choice to let go of the physical part of them. Not that I wanted to, had to, but but letting go of um, what they were like as a physical being so that I could embrace them now as a spirit being. That, I think, is our choice. Yeah. And I'm wondering for you... Do uh, how do I even want to say this? What do you? Well, I I don't know if I want to. I don't know. I'm just going to say it. You've had to let go of. Have you had to let go of your physical body? I had to. Had to. I worked so hard at trying to get this motor going. Mm. I tried every possible thing that I could do. COVID was really the killer for me. Yeah. And now I you couldn't know, do physical therapy like you were doing, right? I know yeah. that my body is really letting go. Mm -hmm. I could feel it and I know it. Now that's letting go because I was determined to walk. Now, miracles still happen, and I could probably, you know, take a step or two. Who knows? But the truth is that I probably won't walk again. I mean, I have to, I have to face the facts, too. Right, right. And I was so sure I was going to get these hands. I was so ready to put them out to hug people. That's my, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be able to put my hands around Louis mm. and say thank you for six years of never leaving me. You don't realize what it's like when you have a scratch on your nose that you want to scratch it and there's no one around. Or you have an itch and you can't scratch it. Ooh, that's a killer. Mm. Or you want a little drink that's right there. And if only you could reach for it. Mm. And you try to think of different ways you could drag it over and have it land on top of you. <laughs> or the simplest things that you mm. want to brush your teeth or comb your hair mm. or rub your eye. And, oh dear, have to wait. Waiting put your time. socks on, yeah. put your jammies on. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just turning over. Oh, that's magic if you can do that. Can we go back to this idea of letting go? Yes. Because what I'm sensing is sometimes the process is not even about us letting go, but things that leave our lives and us come into a place of, am I willing to accept this or am I willing to not accept it? And I would imagine if we don't accept it, our pain is there. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. It, it, it's, yeah, it, it brings me back to the serenity prayer. Grant me the serenity to accept the things. How's it go? The things that I can change. The, and, God, grant me serenity. Oh, to, to accept, accept the, the things, things that I cannot, cannot change. And the things the that I The courage to change, change the things that I can, I can and the wisdom to know the difference. Right? Okay, smiley pants. <laughs> but again, that might be one of those prayers that people just say from their lips out, but do we really feel that? Like, do we really mean that? Yeah. Like, do we really want... Do we really want serenity? And what are we willing to do for it? Mm -hmm. what, are we, what are we willing... Wow. What are we willing to accept? What are we willing to forgive... So that we can have serenity. Oh, that's a good one. But nobody can do any of this for you. No. Like we were talking about letting go. I used to say to people, listen, would you stop telling me to let go? I'll do it if you tell me how to do it because I don't know what to do anymore. But the truth is, is no one can say, do this. There's right. none of that. Right. Because you let go every day mm. in a different way. You, you can't just let it go. Mm. How can you do that? I think you Pain hurts yeah. so much. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to let it go just like that? Right. You, you really think, right. I'm going to let it go like that. Right. I just lost my brother. I can't let it go right now. I'm not ready. So too bad. Let me sit in pity pack for a little longer. And, and it's really not yeah. pity pack. It's, it's called a process. It is. You, you go through that terrain. No one has walked it. Everybody does it differently. You know. I do. When your mom passed, you have how many sisters? Four. Every one of them mourned their own way. Mm -hmm. Is there a right way or a wrong way? No. It's your way. Some people don't cry. Mm -hmm. Some people cry. Some people dress in black for the rest of their lives. Others will go out and wear red the following day. Right. It doesn't matter. Does it mean that they're not grieving? No. Are you inside of their soul? No. Mm -hmm. So leave them alone. Let them process it because yeah. we have to do it some way or another or it will kill us. Linda, maybe it's about can we be with the pain or can we be with this emotion that's coming up? Are we willing to be with the anger? 
Are we willing to sit with the sadness or sit in it? Are we willing to be with it? Are we, are we willing to let something be? Let it be. Sometimes it's easier to let it, if we can't let it go, we can let it be. Can we be with it? Can we be with our grief? I find a lot of times, my clients, they, they, I, people have said to me, Sandy, I, don't have to, I didn't have time to grieve. I had to take care of my family. I didn't have time to grieve. I had to go back to work. I, so I kind of tucked it away in a neat little place. And it shows up. It shows up. It doesn't go away. It goes underground. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to this idea of, I'm hearing, <laughs> what would you do for a Klondike bar? Welcome to my head. No, it's, um, it was, what, what would you <laughs> Yum. <laughs> the, 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 the. <laughs> what would you be, not you personally, but yeah, you too. What would you be willing to do or accept or be with? For serenity? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a good one. I think it would be fun to ask each other questions that come up. I think that would be fun. So that's. Yes. I'll, can but, I. Do you know? Go ahead. No, no. What? Sometimes for me, I have to remember um, I don't always have to be right. Because sometimes I can get into this self-righteous place in my head. And it's not a way for peace for me. Like if Kenny and I are having an argument, like sometimes it's like, no, the way I'm seeing it is right. And what I've come to realize more recently is everybody's right giving, given where they're looking at the situation from. My perspective is right, but so is his. It's just, it's just a different, different way of looking at it. Yes. I know I find myself doing that sometimes with Louie. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, just hear me. Mm -hmm. Just hear me. Mm -hmm. When you don't feel like you're being heard, mm -hmm. what does it feel like for you? For me, it feels lonely. Oh. And it feels sad. Um. Yeah, it feels lonely and sad. Yeah. Oh, it's so lonely. And frustrating. I see am I but saying it right? Sometimes, Linda, I have found um, that it's more me silencing me. Say that again. Yeah. Sometimes I find when I'm not heard, it can be that I'm not saying what I really want to say. Yeah, that's you know, true. Uh, you know, because I, and it could be sometimes that I don't even know what's underneath, what's really bothering me. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know that until I kind of can talk it through. Yeah. And, and, you know, I know that Louis is the one that gets, you know, my frustration and yeah. my pain or whatever. It's understandable, Belinda. No. It's understandable. But I don't, don't want to talk to... Everybody has their own problems, and mine is the worst of the worst, you know? I mean, I look at other people. They don't have arms. Look at the people that come back from, mm. you know, all over the world fighting for us. And they don't have arms and legs, you know, and they just look like they've got the world on their shoulders, knowing fully well that they, they've been through a lot. Yeah. And they've had to 
deal with their anger and their sadness. Truly, I am a quadriplegic. I own it, but I'm not accepting it because I feel like I'm still going to do some some mysterious things that's mm. going to make me move. <laughs> but in the same breath, I'm realistic. And that makes me sad because Louis, oh, he doesn't deserve this. You know, he already dealt with his wife but who do died you, from Linda? cancer. Do you? I mean, is it really even about deserving? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That was quick. <laughs> it really was quick. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So do you feel heard? For the most part, yeah. I do, truly. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, I've come to the place, Sandy, nobody wants to see someone else hurt. Yeah. And I, Linda, hear me. I do not deal well with pity. Mm. I never have yep. and never will. Yep. And don't you dare say I feel sorry for you, Linda, mm. because I'm perfectly fine. This is my journey in life, and I have to deal with this the way I deal with it. And I look at it as it's probably the best thing because I have, I had a second chance with life. Now it may not have been of my choosing, right? But I'm still here. I could have lost my voice. Now that would have been really serious. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. You know, it would have been our loss too. It it would have been so sad, but it's taught me so much, and that's why I need to tell people so much. I them to know. Honey, you see the life that you're living? It's your life to live. And you've got so many choices that you can make, that you can do for yourself and for others. Don't let it pass you. What would it feel like to know that your voice will be heard? By many people, Linda, and your message will be heard by many people. I think I would cry. Are we again trying to search for meaning in this? That's what I do. I search for meaning in everything. I do. I know. I want to make meaning. I want to make meaning out of it because otherwise, life would be too random and and weird. Uh, it's how I dealt with losing Talia. I I, know I you found did. I found meaning in it. But I don't know if I found it or it found me. I don't know. I think, I don't know. Is the meaning there and we get to find it? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Where are you right now? What just I'm happened? Because your face changed. I'm thinking of your little baby. Mm -hmm. Tell you. you know, How old would she be? 1994. So, 29. 29? You know what's weird? When I think about Talia, and I, when I think about her, I don't picture 
her at a month old and I don't picture her at the age she would be. I picture energy. That's that it that's just what I feel and what that's what I sense. Yeah. Isn't that something that we all long for after we're gone, that our energy lives on? It does. I believe it does. Hmm? I believe it does. I believe that, I mean, I've often said we are not our body. We are, we are more than this body. This body is simply what houses our spiritual essence, our God essence. And then when we leave the body, we are fully aware. Like I would imagine when you leave this body, you're going to be like, oh my God, remember when I was in that thing? Remember when I was in that thing? That was, that was cramped. Oh God, yeah. I think of I think of this joke. What? And Helen died and she went to heaven. And she met St. Peter at the gate. And she says, oh, can I come into paradise? And he said, all you have to do is spell a word. Really? Like L-O-V-E? Yes. That's all you have to do. Come on in. She entered into paradise. Oh, Thank you, St. Peter. I've worked so hard all my life to be of good service. And I am now rewarded. And he says, listen, I have to go run an errand. If someone comes in, could you do the same thing that I did for you? And she says, of course I can do that. Well, lo and behold, her ex-husband shows up. And he says, Helen, what are you doing here? She says, I had a heart attack. Oh, and what's bringing you here, Henry? Oh, I was in a car accident, didn't make it. Oh, I'm so sorry, sorry to hear that. He said, can I go with you into paradise? Sure you can. All you have to do, honey, is, Henry, is, is spell a word. He says, well, what word do I have to spell? She says, Czechoslovakia. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Czechoslovakia. Bye. <laughs> I love your oh, sense of God. humor. That's funny. Cracked me up when I heard that. <laughs> what? How is it that you are still the same, Linda, to me? You are. Is really? that, what does that feel like when I say that to you? Does that, I just get a... I just does get it a feel, warm, warm Oh, it does feel good? Okay, good. Yeah, yeah I don't want to change. Do you feel like people. the same, Linda? Oh, God, yes. Yeah. And that's what I tell people. I'm still oh. here. I'm still Linda. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the face. <laughs> oh, my God. Because... Seriously, I, I'm listening to you, and I'm obviously right beside you, but I'm like, these are the same kind of conversations you and I would have having coffee outside the Dunkin' Donuts oh at the Taunton Mall. The same kind of, we're still having these same conversations. <laughs> trying to grow, trying right? to be. Trying to find our way through this, this muck and the joy and the, and all of it. Like trying, there was so, it was so often, Linda, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be human. I didn't. I only wanted to be 
that, like when I would meditate, I'm like, oh, I love this feeling. I don't, I just want to stay here in this meditative place. I didn't, you know, and then coming out of meditation, you're filled with this love and this light. I'm like, that's all I want to be, that angelic presence for people. And then my humanness kept getting in the way. And then I realized, oh, I have to embrace my humanness too. Yeah. That was not as easy as embracing the the, the light the part power of me. Of the light. I know. I told you the day. Are you tired? No. Okay. I told you the night I when I came back from the hospital, uh-huh. my meds were all messed up and I was taking too much of this and anyways, it brought me into a state of anxiety. High, high anxiety. Now I know that I can't move. I know that. I've known that for six years. Mm-hmm. That's 365 times six, mm-hmm. all right, just to keep you focused. <laughs> I started waking up in the middle of the night, and I just had to get up. Mm. I got to get up. Yeah. I can't stay here. I have to get up. Yeah. Louis, I have to get up. <sighs> Okay. I have to get up. By the third time, he heard me, and I was sobbing. I've got to get up, but I can't move, Louie. Did you know I couldn't move? Oh, it was awful. Mm. That was in the very beginning? No, no. That was just a few months ago. Oh, okay. We got the medication situated, but... It just brings me to that because we go through such great fear. Oh, yeah. You know, another great fear that I have is a fire. Really? Yes. Mm. Mm-hmm. I can imagine that. I can, see, I can understand. You know? Oh, yeah. I say, I see that door, but I'd have to get to it quite far. <laughs> mm. And I'm a... Um, I'm dead weight. So, um, it's going to be a challenge. But, you know, you think of those things. Oh, yeah. And then I say, okay, I've thought of it enough. I don't need to make myself, like, curl up and want to die. Yeah. So, just go away and let me sleep. These are all nighttime Mm. fears. So, take a breath with me. I'm wondering for you, as you're listening to these conversations, what are some of your fears? Are they nighttime fears? Are they fears that are with you day and night? What do you want to do with them? Let's take a moment and take a breath. Let's just ask God's presence to be around every one of your fears. And you can ask God, should I be afraid of this? Show it to God. What would God want you to know? What would God say about your fear? I really hope today's podcast has served you in some way. Join us next time as we continue these conversations that will uplift your heart and bring you hope and encouragement. And as always, thank you so much for being you. You are so unique and you are such a beautiful light in this world. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you so much for listening in. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast 
so you won't miss an episode. If you'd like to work with Sandy privately, go to sandyalemian.com to learn more. Thank you for tuning in.